welcome, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of all age, uh, to season two, season two of the Literary Interest Society's uh, podcast, somewhat regular podcast. It's not like weekly or anything. Yeah, we oh. try. <laughs> uh, we're missing someone this uh, semester. Yeah. Um, Alexis with an E is uh, is uh, missing in action. I think she moved to South Korea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like that you specified it's Alexis with an E. She would appreciate that. Yeah. No, she is insanely busy this semester, and um, she's got a, a lot on her plate, so we decided to take one thing off of her plate. So it's just Greg and I, Sophie she's a and Greg. lazy millennial. <laughs> she's an overworked millennial, I think. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yes, to compensate for that, we will have, uh, we'll try to have a few guests on uh but uh if we don't have any then i am proved a liar yeah yeah but we we might have some some other people on so it's, so it's not the same two voices yeah because we're kind of boring we, yes just kidding no but on that note if you would like to come be a guest on our podcast especially if you're a member of the literary interest society please let us know sophie jeffrey or greg casson just send us any little email we'll get you on <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Don't leave us alone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so we were thinking that since it's almost Valentine's Day, we would talk about some of the like famous l- couples, I guess, held up as examples of true love throughout literature. Yes. Especially because in our Shakespeare class, we just read Romeo and Juliet. So we figured we would start there. Yes, yes. I, I really, really enjoy this play for one reason only. And I'll tell you. Uh, not including the prologue, but the prologue doesn't count. Oh, so hold on. <laughs> we good? Yeah. <laughs> it was just quiet. <laughs> my, uh, my microphone is uh, moving. Uh, so if you cannot hear me, it's not my fault. Uh, <laughs> the uh, This play, not counting the prologue, because the prologue doesn't count. It's not famous or anything. Act one, scene one. Very first, very first line, very first word. Do you know what it is? I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> Gregory, oh my on God. my word, will not carry coals. That's why it's your favorite play. It's my favorite play. It's character <laughs> named Gregory. That's amazing. First, first word besides the prologue. That's amazing. Yes. That's probably the only thing about the play that I do like, is that it starts with my friend Greg's name. Oh, so you, don't, Boom. So, so, you, so you don't like the play. Can you no. talk more about that? I did not like this play at all. And I like Shakespeare. Like we did, Greg and I just did a whole semester um, really diving into a lot of Shakespeare plays last fall. And I really enjoyed it. And I was surprised at how much I liked Shakespeare, honestly. Sorry, Dr. Jawal. But <laughs> I did not like this play at all. I hated everybody in it. I wanted to like the friar, but he disappointed me. He yeah. let me down. What about Benvolio? They're all awful. <laughs> not, even, not even Benvolio. No, they're terrible. I guess maybe maybe if there was more Benvolio in it, I might have liked it, but I was just let down. They're not in love. I'm sorry. Greg thinks that they're amazing. <laughs> I never said that. I never said they're amazing. However, okay. In a discussion we had off podcast, that's why we bring that into the podcast, I believe Romeo and Juliet are truly in love. I, 
Are you okay? No, I heard a really weird noise. Sorry. It's this is haunted. I know. It was like boom. Did you hear it? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> I'm just losing my mind. Anyway, sorry. Tangent aside, <laughs> I th- I think Romeo and Juliet are really in love. I also think Romeo is a 38 year old man because it doesn't say. Okay, no, that one was a joke. So for people who haven't read the play, Juliet is not even 14 years old. Which is all sorts of messed up. But she's like gonna be fourteen in like two weeks. Oh so my gosh! Just say it. She's okay, like- so we'll say she's four, almost fourteen years old. Still gross. We don't know how old Romeo is. I guess he's been cast as like in his thirties, as the same age as Romeo. Juliet. Juliet. Sorry. So that's what Greg was just talking about. Anyway, um, maybe we should do a brief synopsis just in case people. Haven't read it, or I don't know. Sure, we can try. I feel like most people have read in high school, but I don't know. Um, Love Me and Juliet is about uh, these the two households. Uh, they are both alike in dignity. <laughs> Just uh, read the prologue. It takes place in Verona, <laughs> where we lay our scene. Um, from ancient grudge break to new mutiny, where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. Uh, from forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their life. Whose misadventured pipe piteous overthrows doth with the death bury the parents' strife, the fearful passage of the death marked love, and the continuance of the parents' rage, which but the children's end not could remove, is now the two hours traffic of our stage. The which, if you with patient ears attend, what here shall miss or toil shall strive to mend. So essentially, it's about two households, uh, the Capulets and the Montagues, who uh, hate each other. The the um, kids, the only kids, uh, fall in love, and they... Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Okay. They, they meet they, each other, and then they say that they're in love. <laughs> they, uh... Sorry. <laughs> they spend the night together. How about that? Uh, I guess. They meet eyes across the room at a party. I'm just kidding. And then... To, to they think they fall in love. Let's say that. All right. Shall we? We'll, we'll get Is that into okay? this later. <laughs> yes. Uh, they meet. They think they fall in love. But then, like, oh, but our parents don't like each other. And then this dude named Fire Lawrence is like, well, if if I marry you guys, we'll, uh, your parents won't hate each other anymore. And it ends uh, with them both killing themselves. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. So, uh, so the debate here is, are they really in love? Yes, that is what happens. Greg believes they are. I do not. Would I, you like to go first? Sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> uh, I have not pre-prepared my argument, so oh this my is going to be uh, uh, well thought out. <laughs> I think they are in love because I feel like, A, the notion of love at first sight in the 21st century has been corrupted. Hmm. Uh, people nowadays, even in Disney movies, people are like, well, they don't really fall in love. That doesn't happen. People are... Like in Frozen? Are you talking about in Frozen? Yeah, but I'm talking like if we watch like Cinderella today... Oh, I get what you're saying. We won't believe Cinderella. But they did kind of make fun of that idea in Frozen. Have you seen Frozen? I have. Yeah. I uh, I work at a daycare. I work at a daycare and I've watched it way too many times that a 21-year-old man should. So that kind of like solidifies what you're saying though. If even Disney is making fun of Love at First Sight... Exactly. It's kind of over in the 21st century, huh? Exactly. It's completely over. And I feel like that's why most people do not believe Romeo and Juliet are, um, uh, are not in love. 
this uh, this idea that you have, uh, Sophie. I mean, it's uh, you're not the only one to think it. Not the you think. What? It. I know. No, I'm amazing. I'm the <laughs> only one who ever has my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people don't believe in love, and I think it's just yeah. because we're, we've gone cynical. Uh, that makes sense. But I mean, we're jaded. Exactly, yeah. and I feel like the only way uh, this. Not the only way, I won't say that, but I feel like this becomes much more of a tragedy, and it makes the story better in my eyes if they are really in love. Yeah. And that, they, they had to die, but they were, like, perfect <laughs> for each other. So, here's my thing. If Rosalind did not exist, I would be more inclined to believe that they were in love. Does that make sense? Uh, so for people because Romeo goes from speaking about Rosalind for two reasons okay so before Romeo meets Juliet he proclaims his love and undying lust basically for Rosalind and who has turned him down because she's going to be a nun right is that 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 is correct okay so that makes me think that they're not that he doesn't really love Juliet one because he just proclaimed his everlasting love for Rosalind like two pages earlier (laughs) (laughs) and two because he admits himself that it's lust it's not he's mad because Rosalind won't sleep with him he's not mad because she won't marry him so I feel like on Romeo's end it's just lust Juliet's side she has just been betrothed to somebody else. I forget his name now. I'm terrible. Paris, I believe. Yes, Paris. That's what it was. And I was going to say Perseus for some reason, <laughs> and I knew it was not Perseus. <laughs> anyway, so Juliet, I feel like, has just been betrothed to Paris, and she does not want to marry him to the point where her dad threatens to throw him out, so she, or throw her out if she doesn't go along with his wishes. So I feel like Juliet sees in Romeo an escape from that marriage. So I feel like they're both trying, I don't know, maybe they're in love with the idea of loving each other, but I feel like it's the danger and the, um, the feud that sort of fuels their desire for one another. If there wasn't a feud, I don't think they would be so passionate about each other but <laughs> they first met at the capulet ball before mm-hmm. they even knew who the other person was then they, they had that whole pilgrim yes. scene. that was that was before they knew that was before they, they knew that they were the um you know but was julia as into it as she is after the balcony scene when they when she finds out that he's actually a montague i mean they do suck face like twice <laughs> That's true. But it's like Romeo. He kind of pours things. He does so kind of go on. It's a little, little aggressive. That's, and he's like 30, 38. <laughs> no, not really. We'll see. I guess I'm more willing to forgive it. I'm more willing to think that they think they're in love if they're both the same age. If he's like way older than her, then it's just gross and I hate it. Yeah, Everything. It's, I'm kidding, by the way. I don't think he's actually. By the way, if you can... like. Quick aside, I've I've been switching my mic. I feel like the other one, like, wasn't working. So if you, you can hear me, both. Better, if you can hear, oh, I'm using both now. Oh my gosh! Can you hear me better? Or is it like an echo? Anyway, um, 
No. This, this episode is a mess. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the, pers- the only competent person in our group has moved to South Korea. So oh, my God. See her anymore. <laughs> better? Uh, okay. Um, she's going to go watch the Olympics. Not really. That would be cool. Um, we're getting off topic. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so, I guess, do you think... Okay, so our debate is whether or not they're actually in love, which I don't think we'll agree on. But (laughs) (laughs) do you think that they should be held up as an example of a, like, couple in love? Does that make sense? So, like, you know, there's, they are, like, the model of true love. Do you believe that we should hold them up to that standard? Considering it ends in suicide, probably not. Okay. I mean, I don't think the play romanticizes suicide at all. And the fact that it's a tragedy, I think also kind of... Well, the tragedy in the Shakespearean sense, Mm -hmm. which is it automatically ends at death, but also the tragedy as in, oh, these poor young souls were were taken while they were young. Um, Yeah. Just because of that, I feel like, no. Mm -hmm. um, It's... Yeah. I guess I also, I am a little jaded, I guess, especially because, and I brought this up in class a couple of times, my daughter is almost 12, <laughs> and I, I keep, like, projecting, I keep, like, putting, I find myself putting my kids when they're close to these ages and these books that we read into that position, <clears throat> and I just can't, I don't know, I don't want... I guess that age is so young to feel so passionately about something that you think the only way out is death. But I mean, that's the tragic thing is this is real life. Like kids actually do feel this strong. And I think that's also why I hated the play is how the parent, none of the parents help with anything. None of the adults in the play step back and say, Hey, maybe these kids are kind of, uh, maybe they need some guidance (laughs) or assistance instead of, these herbs that are going to make it look like you're dead or <laughs> being threatened to throw out on the street. I don't know. I have a hard time as a mom. but So I don't know. I don't know. Do you think that they should still read Romeo and Juliet in high school or do you think we should lean towards another play? I think the English uh, classes in high school should only read Shakespeare. No, I'm kidding. I well, of Shakespeare, should they read Romeo and Juliet, or do you think uh, a different one would be better? <clears throat> um, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why Romeo and Juliet is the standard. Yeah, it's like, I f- I definitely feel like there's other plays they can go to. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, ha- Hamlet's kind of long for high schoolers, but no high schoolers do read it. Um. I mean, what about The Tempest? The Tempest was a good one. It was. It was very good. Uh, so is uh, A Midsummer's Night Dream. That's when we're currently reading yeah. the Shakespeare class. Uh, I've read it before. That one's got a lot about love, too. We just read the first act for class today, huh? Yes. Yes, it does. There's a, quite a bit of a big love triangle in there. It's, square? It's, it's a it's love square. square. <laughs> is that a thing? Uh, I don't know. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, which one would you think high schoolers should read? Uh, not Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Um, I guess I just, I feel like, I mean, I really liked The Tempest. Honestly, I feel like they should read The Tempest more. I feel like it was crafted better. There's more like 
literary goodness to look at than in Romeo and Juliet. I don't know. I found myself liking more of the lines in The Tempest than I did in Romeo and Juliet. Maybe I'm just super jaded and cynical and I don't know. I just didn't like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm awful. <laughs> <laughs> but if, uh, if not Romeo and Juliet, <clears throat> Romeo and Juliet is not the standard of romance that we want to live up to like it currently is. What what would you suggest replace it? A sh- from a Shakespeare play? Shakespeare, other fiction, real life, whatever. Um, I liked uh, Jane Eyre. I knew you were going to say that. Did you? I, I was going to say that <laughs> thing, actually. Were you? Yeah. I love them. I love their story. I thought it was sweet. There's, I mean, there's a little wrong with it, but not. I mean, love isn't perfect. I think that's why I liked it, because even though there was a little, like, there were a few moments where just say something and then it'll be fine. Yeah. It didn't bother me, I guess. And I feel like their love was a love that would last. I feel like Romeo and Julia, if they had survived, like, would they still love each other so passionately does that make sense yeah like Um, in Jane Eyre the love like kind of grew over time it wasn't I don't know yeah 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 so you would say Jane Eyre too Uh, yeah more so than Romeo and Juliet at least yeah Jane Eyre's a good one it's a good book yes (laughs) what about Have you read a lot of Shakespeare? Like, do you do you have an alternative in terms of Shakespeare? Um, I mean, the only sh- I don't know. I have read a lot of Shakespeare, but What's there's not really a lot of really great. What's your favorite play? Shakespeare play? Yes, The Tempest. The Tempest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like Sh- I like The Tempest. Okay. It's a good one. Mine's I'm boring. I'm gonna be, say Hamlet. Are you? That's not boring. It's a good no, one. I'm saying I'm Ooh, boring. That's Hamlet everybody's. and Ophelia. Ooh. <laughs> or the king and the queen. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> well, Hamlet and his mom. They're, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much. So many messed up relationships. Yeah. I guess it makes it interesting, right? Yeah. No, I'm boring because uh, it, Hamlet is like everybody's favorite Shakespeare play. Because it's, yeah. it's just the best. I'm sorry. We're reading it again this semester, right? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, it's a good one. It's good. It's good. I'm excited for Midsummer Night's Dream, too, though. I haven't read it yet. I, I have. It's it's pretty good. Have you seen it? Uh, yes, I've actually seen it twice. Oh, really? The Shakespeare in the Park that St. Louis does. Oh. They did that a few years ago. And I also saw one at the Clinton County Showcase. Oh, okay. The Clinton County Showcase, by the way... That was the first play I've seen. I saw from them. The only one I saw from them. Very good for just local actors in the community. I was, I was very impressed. That sounds really arrogant. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't part of it. I'm just kidding. Um, I wonder what they're doing in the park this summer. Do you know? I do not. Oh know. God! Guess what? Freaking Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, that's really funny. I went last year to see The Winter's Tale. It was really good. But yeah, they're doing Romeo and Juliet this summer, June 1st through the 24th. Ooh. It's free. I'll probably go anyway. It's fun. I'll just go and get drunk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Bring some wine. It's uh, 
it's outside, that's considered public intoxication. Eh, they serve beer and wine. Not, you're not supposed to get drunk off it. Right? <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, this was a short one, but we just wanted to jump in. It had been a while since we had done an episode. Um, we will probably try to be back next week. Yes. If not, we are liars. Yeah. We'll try. Uh, maybe with a guest? We'll see. Yes. Hopefully. We might have a really cool guest, actually. So, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. We have some ideas for episodes for this semester, but if you guys have any ideas, if you want to hear anything, um, let us know. Also, please weigh in on our little mini debate here. Do you think Romeo and Juliet are actually in love or not? Are you jaded and cynical like me? Yes, and and please use quotes from the text. Uh, I, Cite your sources. Yeah, God knows <laughs> Just we kidding, it. don't. I know. Um, We're the worst. By the way... Um, Greg actually brought his text. I bought mine I in front of me, and I didn't. I've only read the uh, po- the prologue. I, I mean, you had it. the prologue. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was good. If you want to join the conversation, I'm using the uh, <laughs> the Riverside Shakespeare is my edition. Oh so my you, you must go out and buy that one, and then you can contribute. Or you can just Google, because it's all available on there. Oh, on an LIS note, we are still trying to figure out uh, this book club thing that we kind of decided at the end of last semester. And then I don't know that people actually read the book over the <laughs> break. Um, I've read it before, but I should kind of get a brush up. So I know Dr. Boudreaux suggested hosting a book night at her house at some point. So, um, I'm thinking maybe, I don't know. We have to work out the details. But um, we would like to have a discussion about The Handmaid's Tale. So if you are an LAS member or if you are not and you would like to read The Handmaid's Tale and come together and talk about it, please do so and we will get back with you with a date. Email one of us. Yeah. About when works or if you want to do it. Yes. I, I haven't read it yet, but I promise I will. It's good. It's a good one. It's Margaret Atwood. She's great. She's awesome. It's very fitting for our time right now. <laughs> also, on the note of book clubs, I know the library is doing a book club. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Or I think it's the Social Justice and Equality oh, Committee yes. or count, whatever it's called I, I is doing that. it through the library. Um, they're reading The Hate You Give, which I've heard is really good as well. So if you want to join another book club that actually has plans made you should join them because <laughs> we're slackers <laughs> uh, we, uh, we did not plan <clears throat> we're trying okay we're all students we have like 15 books to read this semester we're working on it okay kind of kind of some slack right yeah sure anything else um right for the montage the not, oh not yeah montage. both McKendry both and i mean McKendry review out. our campus newspaper which is McKendry Review or mckreview.com. We have too many magazines. I cannot keep them. I know. There's a lot. Um, we need content. So if you would like to write something, please write it. We don't really care what it is. You could do a book review. You could do go see a play. Write about it. Um, I mean, if you go have a really good lunch at a place <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like people should know. Write a little blurb about it. Today I ate an 
Ames Dining Hall. Mm, maybe not Ames. We've had a lot of talk about Ames lately. <laughs> um, I knew that because <clears throat> I, I check the review often. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know next week we're planning on having a lot of Valentine's Day themed content. So check that out. And um, yeah, also Montage. Just said that's what it was, Stop is banging bake, on the dust. Sorry. Um, I just made that weird noise again. Um, Montage just had applications due for editors. So keep your eyes out for dates about deadlines to submit and start writing or creating, right? Yes. The editor has not been chosen yet. Uh, we, we shouldn't talk about anything about it. I mean, we don't run it. I don't even know who runs it. But yeah, there was a call for submission for editor, and uh, the deadline is passed. So if yeah, but if I mean, if you didn't put an application in, then now is a good time to start writing. Yes. Right. Yes. So, so I you can submit to. I was the editor whoever. last year. Yes. Co-editor with Alexis, who's not here. Sad. Because she's in South Korea getting. Ready <laughs> oh for my the gosh! No, oh, I watch, think she's in class right now. Watch for her. She's going to be competing uh, in the uh, figure skating competition. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a it's a couple's figure skating, but she is actually doing it by herself. She's <laughs> that talented. That's a that's a bold move. Yeah. Cotton. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's just about it. Like I said, we'll try to be back next week with another um, episode and hopefully a guest. So I hope you enjoy. Sorry, it's kind of a mess, but <laughs> it was last semester too. It's real. You should be used to it. We like we like to keep it real here on the LIS podcast. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> But yeah, thanks for listening. 